Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along this morning on this Tuesday morning, June 29th, where we're talking about, uh, we get in the Word of God every day and we're specifically focused now on overcoming discouragement, despair, depression. Remember, I'm not a professional counselor and if, if you know someone who really like needs serious help, by all means get it. But keep in mind, so often our answer is in God. It's not in other people. It's in God. Other people just help turn our eyes to God, help us uncover or unpack what's holding us back. That's where the help comes. More often than not, a good friend can do the same job as a good counselor could do. Not always, but more often than not. Years ago, I lived in a house with a number of guys, and I was a, I was a fairly young Christian. We were excited about the Lord, and there was a fellow there named Wayne. Wayne had come from a pretty difficult background. He had a lot of problems. He had a lot of problems in his background. And uh, sometimes he'd be prone to a little bit of discouragement. And whenever he was, he would just get up and walk on down to High Street. Now, that's where all the bars were outside Ohio State University. And what would he do there? He wouldn't get drunk. He'd witness to people. He'd look at those guys going in there. See, he used to have a problem with alcohol. And he'd go in there, and he would, he'd be on the street, actually, and he'd witness to people, tell them about the love of God, try and persuade people that God loved those people, try and persuade them there's a better life than just giving themselves to getting drunk, which is the way he used to live. And he'd always come back really encouraged. His problems seemed to be put in perspective. Problems seemed to diminish. And he'd tell me, he'd say, Tom, whatever my problems, they're not as bad as those people down there. I've got Jesus. I've got a future. It put his life in perspective. When I was married, and I told you how I used to really have problems with discouragement and early in my marriage, uh, Roz would try and encourage me at times. She'd share a verse with me. She'd want to pray with me. She'd, uh, you know, just ask uh, how could she help. She'd try and make me feel good. And nothing could ever seem to get me out of the, my doldrums as she tried to encourage me. And then she noticed a pattern developing. I'd get a phone call, and that's back in the days when we didn't walk around constantly, but you know, you'd answer the phone. I get a phone call. We didn't get spam calls in those days. I'd answer, and someone inevitably would have some problem. They'd need my help. And as we talked, I would share and I'd help them with their problem. And lo and behold, when I got off the phone, I was all better. I felt better. I was all encouraged. I was, uh, my problems seemed to have gone away. And I would joke that Roz realized that that would lift me up when I would help lift someone else up. I would joke with her, did you, did you get to call someone to ask them to come up with a problem and need me? Or did you just pray that God would send someone into my path who needed my help? Folks, there's something about when you help another, it helps you. When you lift up another, it lifts up you. So often our problems and our, discourage, our, our discouragement or despair comes because we're, we, we become overwhelmed with our problems, we're noticing our problems, we're thinking about our problems, and we don't know how to solve them. And sometimes to get a fresh outlook, to serve somebody else, to, to help someone who's in a worse situation than ours, or to help someone in a, to be in a fresh situation and help someone. It just puts our problems in perspective. I think it does something else. I think it releases the grace of God into our lives. 
I think it releases the grace of God into our lives. In Proverbs 11, it says, He who waters will himself, will, will, will himself be watered. It's like when there's a principle of life, give to others, help others, serve others, bless others, and God has a way of bringing, that, bringing a blessing into your life. I'm not talking about karma like they do out in the, in the Eastern religions because that's, you know, that's related to salvation and that's related to you know, the universe owes you something. I'm not talking about that. But there is something about when we sow, we reap. When we sow goodness into others' lives, we, somehow God, God brings it back to us. God makes sure that, that what we've sown in others, he brings back our way as well. If you encourage others, God will bring others into your life that will encourage you, and he will encourage you, and he'll give you grace. Now, this is a very, very, very important thing. You see, Wayne had the, 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 the awareness that he was feeling blah, down, discouraged, not, not in a good mental attitude, not in, had negativity. And he realized, what, what helps me is to help somebody else. What helps me is to convince, what helps me know God loves me is to try and convince someone else that God loves them. What helps me know I'm forgiven is to convince someone else that God has forgiven them. I believe in my life, I have shared the gospel, you know, for, for decades now. Most of my day has been out on the campus trying to convince unbelievers to believe the gospel, that God's there, that God loves us, that Christ died for us. He rose from the dead. And I have found that, that doing something like this, sharing the gospel, blessing someone else, it makes such a difference. And in my life, the fact I've done it consistently for hours each day for years has made a huge difference in who I am as a person. Years ago, we were on a, uh, a high school, we call it leadership training, LT, or life training now, LT. And uh, we, we were in Myrtle Beach. And one thing we were going to do is, you know, we have the, you know, for the high schoolers, we have a lot of teaching and worship and fellowship and fun. But we were going to, had a night, we were going to go out down to the beach and witness people. These are high schoolers, going to go out to strangers. They didn't know. Cold turkey evangelism, share the gospel with them. And uh, the, the, we were on a bus. And when I got on the bus, one of the, one of the youth leaders said, oh, good, Tom Short's here, as if I was the answer. I wasn't the answer, believe me. But we got on that bus. It was you could, it, it was so tense, you could cut the air with a knife. It was quiet. It was somber. It was fearful. You could feel the fear. You could feel the fear. You could feel the nervousness, the tension on that bus as we drove from our place down to the beach. And I tried to encourage some people. Boy, they were just, they were shaking at the idea to go out and talk to strangers. These were high schoolers. Well, we, get, we got off the bus and everyone milled around. And I said, come on, let's go. Time's wasting. And I got them going. And we got them out on the campus. Or excuse me, out on, on the beach. And I don't know what happened to all of them. But we got back about 90 minutes later. And you would have thought we'd won the Super Bowl. You couldn't quiet those people down. There was so much chatter, so much excitement, so much thrill in the air, so much joy, so much enthusiasm, so much. Uh, it, they were just overflowing. Why? because they had turned their eyes off themselves. They had tried to tell someone else, God loves them. Christ died for them. 
And that just convinces us he loves me and died for me. Our problems, they just seem to vanish when we focus on helping someone else overcome. The bigger the problem, the more it helps. The biggest problem of all people have is they're not, they don't know Christ. The biggest problem is all they're separated from God. And when we help people with that, it does something in us. It does something in us. You know, when, when many people are down and are discouraged or depressed or something, they think, I need to do something to have some fun. Maybe I'll go to a movie and have some fun. Maybe I'll go, to a, go do you know, some activity that, that is fun. Uh, maybe I'll watch a comedy on TV. That'll lift my spirits. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But let me say, I don't think it's the answer. The answer to being down is not having fun. The answer is to discover meaning and significance. That's what makes our lives fulfilled. That's what makes our lives joyful. That's what makes our lives, that's what picks us up. If you go say, I just need to have some fun and a good laugh, nothing wrong with that. I'm not criticizing it, but I don't think it'll solve your problem. What solves our problems and lifts our, lifts our eyes is when we do something that we know to be significant. We add value to someone else's life. God made us to be like this. God made us to love other people. God, God gives us our greatest significance, value, and meaning as we love him and as we love others. And I found in my own life that a life of serving God, I just remember years ago, it seemed so hard. It seemed like I'm always in trials and always having, uh, it, it's tough to bear my cross. And I remember waking up one day, and actually I was driving home one day, and I just, it just struck me, you know, life's good. My life is full. My life is satisfied. My life has meaning to it. I, I, I was, I had such a feeling of fullness and that's joy. It wasn't anything necessarily that did that made me happy. It was a sense of my life counts. My life means something. My life is significant. It takes time sometimes to get there. Jesus said this. He said in, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 25, whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. Whoever, wish, whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. We find our lives, not by, you know, going to the latest entertainment and filling my life with something fun and exciting. We find our life by giving to others, by serving others. My friend, today, if you've got a problem with depression, discouragement, despair, can you find the strength? Can you make the choice to go serve someone else, to bring joy to someone else's life, to bring meaning to someone else, to help some, to persuade someone else that God loves them? to persuade someone else that Christ died for them? Can you give that joy, that meaning to someone else and see if God might not give it back to you in abundant measure, in abundant measure? Father in heaven, we thank you today for this true reality that the one who waters will himself be watered. The one who loses his life for you is the one who will find it. The one who gives and it'll be given back to him. If we bless others, Lord, somehow you figure out a way to bless us. If we give to others, you find a way to give to us. We thank you that you're this big God. There's an unlimited resource with you. And Father, I pray today that you would help us if we're down or discouraged, anyone here that's down, discouraged, to find a way to give to somebody else, to find a way to help someone else out of their problem.
to find a way to lift up someone else and allow you in the process to lift us up. Make us channels of your grace, your mercy, your love, your power, your goodness, your truth, your joy. Make us channels of these things to other people. Flow those qualities through us as we serve and reach out and care for other people, we pray. Might that be the case, O Father? Make us channels only, and in the process, Lord, clean out the gook in our life. As you flow through us, clean out the discouragement, the despair, the, the, the negativity. Fill us with joy as we give joy to others, we pray. Help us, Lord, to be like this. I pray today, Father, for any who are doing this, and that it's, I know it's not a magic bullet or a magic wand. Help us not lose heart in doing good. Think of how you said in Galatians 6, do not lose heart in doing good. In due time, you'll reap if you don't grow weary. Lord, help us not to grow weary of doing good. Help us not to grow weary of doing good for others. Help us not to lose heart. Help us to persevere and do, and again, Lord, to know that we'll reap if we sow. That's just the truth, Lord. We'll reap if we sow. If we sow goodness to others, we sow the love of God, we sow joy, we'll reap a bountiful harvest. I pray today, Lord, for anyone here on this live stream who's really struggling with depression, discouragement, despair, lift them up, Father. Be real to them. Be real to them. Uh, give them your victory and help them not to lose heart as they wait patiently upon the Lord and serve others in the process. We pray these things and bless you now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Thanks for joining me. This is a really, really important principle. It will make a difference in your life. Don't just do it one time either. Develop a consistent habit of caring for other people, loving other people, going out of your way to give and bless others, and you'll find fulfillment, significance, meaning in your life, and that will bring you great joy. If you're new today, I give you a special welcome. I hope that you do subscribe, hit the notify button. Don't miss any of our live streams. We're here every day, and, and we do believe that by getting the word every day and hearing the word taught every day, it, it is a blessing to us. It strengthens us. It encourages us, inspires us. So I hope you'll be back day after day after day, and I hope you'll like the video as well as tell your friends and share it with others, okay? God bless you. You have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.